everyone. Welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things moss with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. This is our 34th episode. Last week, we went over chapters 46 and 47 of A Court of Mist and Fury. This week, we're diving into chapters 48 through 50, and I'm going to lose my shit, guys. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay, so remember, spoilers and cursing are requirements in this podcast. You've been warned again. I don't really have an extra spiel because we have a lot to get through today. Okay, so... Caitlin, Fan Theory Friday. Let's kick it off. All right. So this week's Fan Theory Friday actually came from a conversation with Library in the Country. And the question was, where did Amrin come from and what world is she from? Um, we got a lot of different answers. But one of, one of the main ones that we got was the Crescent City. Like that she was Adis's twin, Asteri's missing sister, or one of the fallen angels. Or before, like, Hunt's time. Another theory that we got is that she... Yeah, Blake has a lot of thoughts on that. Yes, she does. Okay, okay, first off, this question. I love this question. Okay, so, one, if she's, like, Adis's twin and she's, like, a princess of hell or something, or not even... She doesn't even have to be his twin. She could just be, like, one of the princesses of hell or something. Fucking dope. Okay, dope. I like the idea that she's the missing Asteri. I that like her she talks about her family they got like really powerful and her curiosity got her and like that's like the way she's described like how you almost get the sense that like her family was like harsh or like uh I I don't I don't know like very very powerful but like not necessarily like the greatest like loving family that she's found with the inner circle and that's the vibe that the Asteri give me so Mm -hmm. that one would be dope to me but then, like, one of the fallen angels, that would be really cool, too. But, and no offense against, like, Hunt or any of the other, like, angels, she seems way more powerful than them. That's true. That's what I was going to say, because, like, they're, they just seem to be on a different level. Level, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I definitely think if she's from Crescent City, I think she's either the missing Asteri, she's a princess of hell, which would be so cool, or, like, something that we don't even know of yet. Maybe from the, 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 the island, um... For the, their, like, version of the Underworld. Like, something there. A, a lot of people said that she was from something that Moss hasn't even created yet. Yeah. Which, like, I that, can see. I can that would see, be But, you know, she did mention, like, she's casually mentioned. At one point, she said she wasn't going to um, mix the worlds. Like, they weren't going mm-hmm. to, you know, combine. But then she kind of made hints more recently yeah. that she was going to combine them. And I think Amran would be a very good way to oh, yeah. kind of loosely tie them. Oh, yeah. That was, like, I think it was last Friday's it, where she she confirmed, like, yeah. that when Aelin was going through the word gates, she not only saw Valaris, but she saw Crescent City. She confirmed yeah. that. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot that could be done there. Um, so another one was an angel from the Old Testament. Um, someone got very in-depth about the... Uh, the language? The language with yeah. it. Which I can definitely understand. Um, and then, so then we also had a few from the Throne of Glass mm. series. There are a few, fair warning, there are a few that Blake did not like. I, okay, so like, granted, I don't love what it says about Amrin. So like, I don't love these, but they're kind of cool. They're they kind of cool. Fuck off. So... <laughs> so one of them is she's a vlog vlog first off if she's a vlog she's not vowed. it's vowed. It vowed it's vowed i was like vowed. did you write vowed, vlog, vlog on here i did write vlog you wrote first... vlog okay it's vowed. 
It's she not, wouldn't just okay. be, first off, she would not just be a Val because they're like foot soldiers. She would have to be one of their queens and it's still yeah. stupid. I hate it. Yeah. She's not then, evil, damn oh, it. Okay, cause, so correct me if I'm wrong because it's been like a hot minute since I read the Throne of Glass series. But there is a sister that we have not met, like one of Mob's sisters that we have not met, correct? That she like references? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because the whole, well, the lie is that Mav was the sister of the other, like, the right. actual, but that's a lie. Yeah. So then right. it was her, it was her sister that she, her actual sister that she mentions, but that wouldn't have been, she wouldn't have been a queen because Maeve wasn't a queen by birthright. She married right. the right. the king. So she does have, she does have a sister. Yeah, she does have a sister. Yeah. That's what Fuck. I'm saying. Fuck. But, like, it was, like, l- briefly mentioned. There yeah, was, yeah, but yeah. this is Sarah J. Moss we're talking about. Everything has a meaning. Yeah. And they always said that, like, they also had, like, the princesses who were always more powerful than the princess, yeah. too, mm-hmm. as well. And they're rare. Um, now, yes. I kind of, I hate this series, but love it as well. I, I agree with you. But, mm. So she is one of the assassins that killed Aelin's parents and, like, needed to disappear into another world i mean kind of a cool theory but also here's my thing here's why i it's a cool theory however i feel like she's too powerful for her to just be like a casual assassin exactly that would have been a foot soldier because that's what aelin kind of mentions is like the smell and what she remembers from that night was more like it was one of the. Was it a foot soldier? Was it a Valg foot soldier or a Valg prince that killed her parents? I think it was a Valg prince. Prince. Okay. Yeah. So then, I mean, yeah, I agree that she wouldn't just be an assassin. Yeah. I'm gonna hold to my guns that Amran's not truly evil, because that would be like an evil plan in in play. She wouldn't just go along with that. We've seen that if she doesn't agree with a plan, she fucking says it. Even to Reese, the most powerful High Lord, where she's like, maybe stupid. she was forced into the plan in some way. That, yeah, maybe that's a possibility. But then, but then my next thing is like this would be the catalyst for why she had to disappear. But we've already heard. I mean, granted, it she could have just lied, but it seems silly that that would have been set up that way. That she did not mean to fall through into Printhians, like the world of Printhians. Mm-hmm. She like was too curious and fell through. So it wouldn't line up with the story we know. But again, she could have lied if she was on the run and yeah. like ashamed of what she did. But mm-hmm. I, I just. I don't, I don't see so. Amran lying. No, she's Some very, the... very well, we much also... like doesn't sugarcoat and just says what she's thinking. But also, do we should we like think about the fact that she's been in jail, like in prison in the, uh, in the bone? What is it? The bone prison? Well, no, that's the bone carver you're thinking. Yeah, just yeah, the, but like, you're just thinking prison. of the prison. Yeah, it's that she was in there for a very long time. But I got the feeling she was in there because when she came over. And became trapped in the body. I have a feeling she was very disoriented and probably did like have some like kind of break that they literally just locked her up because they're like, "What the fuck are you?" I just, but again, I think this goes back to like time. Like she was in there for a long time, and I know that the kind of the worlds like don't correspond. That oh, like, I that see what correct. you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Throne of Glass is a little bit of like not necessarily a newer world, but with a, in the terms of like Aelin, that was like 18 years. And, like, she, when she felt, like, when Aelin fell through the different worlds, Reese and, um... 
Feyre were together Feyre and she was pregnant. And she was pregnant. So it was kind of like the world, the times don't make sense. The time, the timelines well, kind of don't make sense. Especially because if she fell through and saw Crescent City, and I don't know if SJM mm-hmm. like confirmed it was like modern SJ, Crescent City. Because if she fell through and saw Crescent City, think of all the freaking technology in Crescent City that was like different from their worlds, like guns, yeah. cell phones. So, like, I definitely think that if she does link the worlds, they're not, they're in different, literally, like, it's almost like the Marvel multiverse. They're yeah. different, like, in time and space, everything. What? I don't know that. I don't know Marvel Universe. No, the multiverse. No, no, no. I don't know what I, that is. I understood that. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> Disappointed. Um, and then this is, this is actually one of my favorite ones, is that she is one of the gods from Throne of Glass. Like, it's Diana because she has the silver eyes. So... God, Diana was such a bitch, though. Yeah. No, but I think... But it makes sense. The eyes, yeah. that, the eyes is, yeah. And the so, power. The power would make sense. Because exactly. they're... And they, didn't they literally just, like, kind of, like, disappear from the world? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, also, like, <clears throat> she was a god, so she didn't really necessarily need to, like, eat or, like, drink to survive. But she does need the blood to see, but that, that this is a wrinkle because she does because, need the blood. But that's because she took over this, like, the body. body. That's the body. Yeah. true. That's probably why she needs it. That's true. Okay. Okay. And if you think, well, no, because she usually eats animals. I was going to say, you could think about, like, the gods thrive. It's almost like the stories of, like, the ancient Roman and Greek gods where, like, their power diminishes more with, like, it correlates to how much they're worshipped. Yeah. So they feed off the, like, the energy of the worship they receive and the, like, the offerings. So, like, you could almost look at, like, that's why she needs the blood because she's literally feeding off, like, the blood, like, sacrifice, basically, like, sacrifices. But then again, she doesn't really do human blood because they taste funny, which is fair. So, like, I guess that doesn't quite make sense but like yeah that does make sense though since she trapped herself in the body that it would do that interesting i don't know man there's so much she could be yeah i kind of like the idea of just never knowing though that just like sjm just never confirms it you know yeah and we just kind of keep going with it i don't know i guess we'll see maybe we'll learn more all right okay madison you got it recap here we go. I like the stretch. I like getting the mood, you know? I, well, I got to get in the mood because my chapter's up first, too. So And it's spicy. And it's... Woo-hoo! Okay. <laughs> so... Of course it is. Here we go. We're pretty much training in Siberia. Um, or just, like, the coldest part of the Illyrian Mountains. Either way. Uh, which loathe the cold weather. Uh, recent for our training, um, she is learning that Tamlin and Reese's history is not what she may have first heard. Um, understatement there. Uh, Tamlin is pretty much a true ass. While training, Lucian tried to come and take Farrah back to Tamlin. A big hell no on that. Uh, Farrah shows Lucian that she is not the girl she once was. Um, she is powerful and she is strong and she is learning to fight and she shows off her wings Ooh. and the power is hers. And she has Lucian running away with his tail tucked between his legs. I like it. Because he's being a dog right now. I don't like him currently. That will change, but currently. Yeah. Which, which is sad because you love the redheads. I know. That should tell you how big of a dick he's being. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. Chapter 
48. And the slow burn is finally ending. Thank the heavens. I'm finally celebrating. Pop the champagne. It oh, is I should have saved day. mine. I should have saved mine from last night, man. I could have, like, popped it. That's oh, well, that's fine. We'll get some more. <laughs> um, we all know how I feel about slow burn. And it's ending. Um, and I am so happy. I'm so happy. Now, real talk, though, when we do Throne of Glass and the Rowan Aylin slow burn ends, I will have champagne with me that day. Because yeah. that will be that will be like a year of podcasts. Oh, probably over a year of podcasts before we get to the end of that slow burn. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like that'll be like two years of podcasts. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. It's, it's a long time. Yeah. So, so that will be the day I actually have champagne with me. But this one, I'm going to celebrate, even though it's like there. Obviously, there are some things that I don't like, but we'll get to that. So, <clears throat> the inn. We're at an inn, okay, and she she says it's a little more than a rocious tavern oh. with, like, a few rooms to rent. And, like, all I'm thinking about is, like, all of the, like, forced proximity tropes that I read all the time. And, like, mm -hmm. that just happens in, like, one chapter. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're finally, we're finally getting, like, this forced proximity, like, all in one chapter. Um... But the tavern description kind of reminds me of, like, the historical romance novels where, like, they're in, like, you know, they're they're traveling, um, you know, by coach or whatever, and they stop at one of the traveling inns, and, like, it's, you know, pretty much, like, you're holding up a finger. Can I help Caitlin. you? Oh, think of the inn in Bridgerton. Oh, okay. You know, I was actually oh. just watching that this morning. Okay. Madison, you need to watch that show. Okay. There's literally this trope on a wedding night. Why do they need forced proximity on a wedding night? You have to watch the show, okay? You have to watch it. Madison, you need to watch it. Please. Guys, I'm busy. Anywho. Oh, my God. Uh, anywho, okay, so here's the thing, though. This... I don't know what that in looks like, but this one ain't looking too hot. Okay. It's gross. It's very dilapidated. I mean, literally travelers, you say it kind of sounds like one of those gross historical ends or like that of a college dorm of men, uh, a male. <laughs> I don't know. Some of the girls that I, some I lived with. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I yeah. mean, oof, oof. Okay. No one ever seen a sink until they've been to a Miami college dorm. Hmm. So, yeah, anyway. I agree. So anyway, <clears throat> this inn ain't looking, but I'm telling you, I would sleep under a bridge to sleep in Reese's arms. <laughs> so, I mean, it's okay. Take me, take me to, I would even like, take me to a sewer and I'd be there. I don't even give a shit. I don't even give a shit. Yeah, you don't give a shit in the sewer. <laughs> 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 at least the bathroom's right there so anyway, oh god so anyway um they get there and they're in they're shown to this like small room and it is like very very small um and of course the ceiling is like slanted and it's like to the point where like the bed is like underneath the like smallest part of the slant so you have to like crawl to get to the bed 
okay? And it's very cramped. And let me just say, the bed, okay? One bed. And, like, the first thing Reese does is, like, hold up his hands and goes, I asked for two. Like, he's already concerned about her reaction, okay? And so, like, she's freezing. Like, his breath is, like, puffing out in front of him. There's not a fireplace, um, and like, and she says, and not enough space to even demand he sleep on the floor. Rude. Who in the hell would demand he sleep on the floor? Why would she, why would you demand that? Um, so she goes, I didn't trust my mastery over flame enough to warm the room. I'd likely burn this whole filthy place to the ground. Well, at least you'd be warm. Um, <laughs> so I love her response here. Feel it? If you can't risk using magic, then we'll have to keep each other warm. Oh. Finally. Finally. This whole force proximity thing, it's working for me. So, <clears throat> and, but then she regrets it and goes, body heat. <laughs> and she immediately <laughs> brings it to her sisters. My sisters and I had to share a bed. I'm used to it. Way to, like, throw him on the same level as, like, family your sisters like really yeah, that's gross. really Ooh. and considering what they do in said bed in the future ew so um he literally goes i'll try to keep my hands to myself mm, that works so immediately she goes i'm hungry so he's like obviously i'm gonna go get you food so you she... a man that gets you food oh yeah oh yeah so, <clears throat> she's thinking about painting, thinking about painting him. Death on swift wings. Beautiful. Love it. Um, and literally, he goes, I love it when you look at me like that. The purr in his voice heated my blood. Like what? Like my power isn't something to run from. Like you see me. Oh. Oh. See, here's my thing. I don't think we talk about this enough. Like, this moment right here. Because this is him, like, saying that, like, everyone else is, you know, afraid of me, afraid of what I can do. But you're not. You, like, look at me and you look past the power. And, like, clearly he doesn't get a lot of that. Um. Which, oh. Love it. And she literally said, I was afraid of you at first. And he goes, no, you weren't. Nervous, but never afraid. And he goes, maybe that's why I couldn't keep away. Oh, that and the mating bond, but yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, either way, <laughs> either way. Um, so anyway, he leaves to go get the food. She starts to change. Um... The bed was, wasn't was small, but certainly not large enough for me to pretend I wouldn't be sleeping next to him, especially with the wings. Oh. Um, which, oh, the wings, love it. Um, so then she starts thinking about Lucian and Tamlin, obviously, yeah. because we just had, well, we just had this I interaction. Know, I know, We just had this interaction, and... She's like, this is, remember way back when, a couple weeks ago, I was like, it's a little naive of her to send a note and think that's going to work. Well, especially when Camwin didn't realize she could read or write. 
She goes, I sent that note to Tamlin, and he'd chosen to ignore it. Oh. Well, I think we should have just expected that. Like, I don't know. Just as he ignored or rejected nearly all of my requests, acted out of his deluded sense of what he believed was right for my well-being and safety. Okay, that yes. Why didn't we have this thought when we thought, oh, write a note to Tamlin? Okay, everyone remember that line right there that Madison just talked about, about how Tamlin acted unilaterally because he thought it was in her best interest. Keep that in mind for my chapter. <laughs> Uh, and oh. Lucian had been prepared to take me against my will. Fucking Lucian. Man, Lucian, not your finest hour. Not your finest hour. So, this next part, I love. I absolutely love. Okay? Because I think this is the first glimpse that we get of her scene Cassian and Az as more than just like friends or like generals. Yeah. 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 I think she's like finally seeing them as like more meaningful um, and more important in her life because then she says, Fae males were territorial, dominant, arrogant. Um, but the ones in the spring court, something had festered in their training because I knew deep in my bones that Cassian might push and test my limits, but the moment I said no, he'd back off. And I knew that if that if I had been wasting away and Reese had done nothing to stop it, Cassian or Azrael would have pulled me out. They would have taken me somewhere whenever I needed to be and dealt with Reese later. This just makes me want to cry because I remember the lake scene in A Court of Wing and Ruin when they Oh. That scene fucks me up every time. Oh my god. I missed you too, Feyre. Oh! I, I know. I know. But like, this is the moment where I think she starts, she's beginning to see them. Like, they're not family quite yet. But they're becoming family. Yeah. You know? I um, think they are, for their perspective, she's family already. Oh, and think, 100%. I think they are family family she's just still not consciously accepting it if that well you know that's like mean? how she's not consciously accepting oh my god don't even... because like yeah. even in my chapter we're still not getting full acceptance so like yes from their perspective 100 percent, the family has been uh, found so we love it but her perspective not so much yet but I think this is the first part of her admitting that, though. Mm -hmm. Like, giving us this little hint here. Um, but she says, but Reese, Reese would never have not seen what was happening to me. Would never have been so misguided and arrogant and self-absorbed. He'd known what Ianthe was from the moment he met her. And he understood what it was like to be a prisoner and helpless and to struggle every day with the horrors of both. This is why I don't like I she's so conflicted. Like I like that we see both sides of her thinking, but sometimes I don't always understand her actions based on what's going on in her head. Yeah. The thing I is, is I don't think she does at a certain like you know what I mean? Like she's not like she's going through like I don't I don't 
I don't know. It's like she's she's literally like self-sabotaging sometimes. Yeah, because for her to say this and then to say what she does later, I'm just like, um. Oh, my God. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But either way. So Reese would treat her well. She admits that. That's good. Um, and she says, I had loved the High Lord who had shown me the comforts and wonders of Printhian. I had loved the High Lord who let me have the time and food and safety to paint. Maybe a small part of me always would care for him, but Amarantha had broken us both or broken me so that he was and what I now no longer fit. Good. So why are we still thinking about him? Yeah, seriously. Exactly. <sighs> oh, well. It's like you said, though, I guess probably just because of how fresh it is. Because, like, since she wrote that note, how, however naive it was, I think she genuinely was like, okay, the Tamlin problem's done. And, like, then this was like a slap in the face of, like, no, he's a psycho. Yeah. Probably should have seen that coming. Anyway, so Reese brings in the stew, stopping her internal monologue here. So, <laughs> he literally says it's rabbit stew. Ugh. I could have lived without hearing that. Honestly, I could have lived without that as well. Um, and then there's some meat pie. <laughs> he goes, I didn't dare ask what kind of meat. Oh, oh. God. That's, that's when I go vegetarian. That's always a fun, fun question. Yeah. Ugh. So, she's eating, enjoying... It's kind of a bland meal, but, you know, Gordon Ramsay ain't there. Um, but the most important thing was it was a hot meal. You know, when you're yeah. in Siberia, you take what you can get. Um, and then she asked, like, because he's wearing his clothes, how do you get your clothes over the wings? She's like, he's like, the back is made of slats that close with hidden buttons. But in normal circumstances, I just use magic to seal them shut. But here I am wondering to myself, so he put this on. There's buttons in the back. I'm not that coordinated. How did he do that? Magic. How he... Just magic. No, no. Just he magic. didn't use magic just then. He can't. Wait, what? You, wait, you, you wouldn't be able to reach buttons, like, right here on your back. Man, I have to see the buttons, what I'm doing. I cannot, like, <laughs> fuck with buttons well, that I'm not looking at. Maybe it's just easy for him because think of how many times he's had to do it. True. Especially, True. like. He's had, like, 500 years. Yeah. But also, like, I guess where, like, how high are the wings on his back? I love. Well, can you also? Okay. I I'm thinking about like you know when you do a bra when you put your bra on. Okay. I like, do you know I still I'm still putting the bra on in the front and like twisting Good it around. Lord. I'm I'm still doing the I love maneuver here. I cannot clasp <laughs> in the back, guys. It doesn't happen. So can I just? Reese is getting naked and changing. And we're not talking about that fact. We're talking about how the fuck did he button the buttons? I'm sorry. I just want to point that out. I want to point that out. I mean, it is. But another legitimate question is like, how fine is his ass? I have had this question for a really long time. You poor thing. I I agree with Madison. I actually, that is something that I very much. Like, how high are his wings? How is he doing that without looking at it? No, but I'm telling you, so I can class my bra oh, back behind my back like a like a normal human. So that's just like natural. So I think when they do it with the buttons, I think that's just like a natural thing. Yeah, okay. I'm well, not good for you. It's not natural for all of us. Anywho, 
You brought that on yourself. I can't yeah. do it. I'm sorry. It's you're. We're not judging. We're here for you. So. Then judging? he starts talking about um, magic and power and how he has to constantly work off the strain of his power and like doing little things like clasping his buttons works off the strain. And if he doesn't, he'll actually go insane. And whereas he, that's just what he's been told. You know, he feels the strain of his power. So he's assuming that this is correct. And Farrah's like, wow, that's horrible. Like that you have to live with that. And he goes, everything has its cost. If the price of being strong enough to shield my people is that I have to struggle with the same power, then I don't mind. Amrin taught me enough about controlling it, enough that I owe a great deal to her, including the current shield around my city while we're here. So literally, Amrin is equal to him because the shield around Valaris is fueled by, like, the High Lord, their power, their life's force, whatever, right? That means that Omrin held it for 50 years while he was under the mountain, too. No. No, I think he... No, no, no. He held the power. Like, he... That's his... That was his last power. Yeah, remember, he, like, like sent his, out, like, like, with the last bit of his power. But, yeah, didn't she have to maintain it, though? Somebody always has to be... Well, I think they were it. all protecting it. They were... Yeah, okay. they're, they're protecting it. She just wasn't, like, using power to, like, shield... She taught him how to do it. Well, then why... But... If that's the case, then why didn't he do the same thing here before they left? Because it's saying that including the current shield around my city while we're here. So he's saying that, like, while they're gone, she's holding the shield. That's my thing. No, that was I think it's the... Including the current shield. Like, the current one in the, the... city is the one Amran taught him about. The yeah, wording, like okay, to, like, well, could... we'll agree to disagree. That wording to me makes it sound like it's like, wow, wow, I just don't, he added the wow, we're here. So that made me think that, like, she was helping with the shield, like, while he's not there. I don't know. Hmm, could go either way. So, she obviously takes this in a very depressing direction. Everyone around him had some use, some mighty skill, and yet there I was, nothing more than a strange hybrid, more trouble than I was worth. Dear Lord. And he goes, you're not. And she was like, don't read my thoughts. I can't help what you sometimes shout down the bond, and besides, everything is usually written on your face if you know where to look, which made your performance today so much more impressive. And... She goes, did you think I would go with him? I heard every word between you. I knew you could take care of yourself. And yet I found myself deciding that if you took his hand, I would find a way to li live with it. It would be your choice. So even after living with his mate for months. I mean, granted, she doesn't know it yet. But living with his mate for months, he would still let her go if that's what she wanted and that's love that's that's like that's some soulmate business up. right there yeah um and she goes and if he grabbed me and this is where it gets sexy i'm sorry i mean like i love it then i would have torn apart the world to get you back I love the phrase that Moss uses. There was nothing but uncompromising will in his eyes. Like, 
Woof. Woof. Um, I saw a TikTok the other day that literally it like said at the top of it and his eyes darkened, quote, and then it said, We all know where this is going. And I was like, How true is that? <laughs> like so literally how true is it? Like every time there's gonna be some sort of like sexual scene, it all starts with and his eyes darkened. <laughs> but yeah, at yeah. least Moss like spices it up. Anyway, a shiver went down her spine because <laughs> went down my spine too. She goes, I would have fired at him, which I love that verbiage right there. <laughs> I would have fired at him if he had tried to hurt you. Not like I would have sent some fireballs or I would have used my fire. I would have fired at him. I thought it meant an arrow because she had the bow trained on him. <laughs> oh, I was thinking she would have used her firepower here. I think it's the arrow. Oh, that's I know. No, Madison, I like yours way better. I was. That's why I was like, why is that weird verbiage? That's how you would shoot an arrow. Oh, I, well, it. she has powers of fire. Why aren't we using that? God damn, think of all this power she has, and then she's going to just, like, use a bow and arrow? But she's a she's a bad bitch yeah. with a bow and arrow. So I, I mean, didn't say fair. she wasn't, but my God, we have firepower. So I just thought... That's where my mind went. Okay. Never mind, guys. Oh, I don't know. I, you know. Every time I read that, that's what I think. And I was like, oh, that's so Oh, no. You keep, you keep that because that's fucking I cool. have thought that every single time I've read that. I was like, God, that's some weird verbiage right there that Moss uses. Oh, my God. And that's just. Okay. <laughs> we, and that's how we the cookie on. crumbles. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. She has powers of fire. Why are we not using that? Okay. Anywho. Oh god. <laughs> now, here begins my greatest moment. <clears throat> For now. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay. One thought in exchange for another, which I love this, and if my husband could think of creative things, I would do this with him. And he goes and and she goes, No training involved, please. <sighs> And this has got to be one of the most true <laughs> statements he's ever said. And I was not prepared for it when I first read this book. Like, I just thought, you know, he'd throw out some casual thing. Uh-uh. We ain't fucking around. We in a bedroom here. I'm thinking that I look at you and feel like I'm dying. Like I can't breathe. I'm thinking that I want you so badly, I can't concentrate half the time I'm around you. And this room is too small for me to properly bed you, especially with the wings. I would probably... Is just... that not the hottest thing anyone has ever said? That's literally just like, yeah. Like, yeah. that is... That is sexy. Yeah. That is sexy. I'm like, Yes! Yes. I mean, I want someone to say, I look at you and feel like I'm dying. Like I can't breathe. I'm thinking I want you so badly. I can't concentrate. Yes. Hello. Yeah. And me being the person that I am, I would actually be like, okay, I can do this. That would <laughs> be a response. Actually. Okay. Well, Eh, it honestly, it probably would be my, my response. I would literally just stand up and undress. I literally think that would be my response. Be like, okay. I mean, I'd say something eventually, but my first response would literally be physical to the point of like, 
I would have to like show physically that be like, yep, same. We're on the same page. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so here I am though. I'm proud of her response until the end. <laughs> I'm proud of the beginning of her response because it's truthful. And I like that she doesn't like bypass her feelings, but the end of it, I'm like, damn it, girl, you've grown so much. You have so much more confidence. What the hell is this? So her response to this, I'm thinking that I can't stop thinking about you and that it's been that way for a long while, even before I left the spring court. Now, if we could have just ended there, that'd have been oh, great. Beautiful. That'd have been great. That's so Just beautiful. Kiss. That's truthful. I love it. It's grand. But then she adds, and maybe that makes me a traitorous, lying piece of trash. You stupid bitch. And he goes, it doesn't. He it interrupts that. Because, I mean, who wants to hear their, you know, mate talking bad about themselves? Especially when it comes to, like, they're talking bad about themselves because of how they feel about you. Man, that's like a knife in the heart, man. Ugh. <sighs> And she goes, but it did. I'd wanted to see Resan during those weeks between visits and hadn't cared when Tamlin stopped visiting my bedroom. Tamlin had given up on me, but I'd also given up on him. And I was a lying piece of trash for it. I don't understand how she's a lying piece of trash because he'd given up on her too. Yeah. He started this whole... She's just way too harsh. Like, she's just harsh. Yeah. Yourself. And I'm like, I'm like, where's the confident girl we've been seeing? Mm -hmm. Like, where did she go? Mm -hmm. I get it. Nervous, like potential naked Reese coming, but let's still be confident. So she crawls into bed, tucked up against the side of the slanted c ceiling, um, shimmied beneath the quilt. Uh... <laughs> I just, it's so much. It's so much. Um, and she shivers as the mattress shifts, the blanket moves, and then the two candles beside the bed goes out. And then darkness. And Reese. And at the same moment, the warmth from his body hits me. And it, it took effort not to nudge toward it. Neither of us move. So I'm just imagining them both lying there, just like, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch. <laughs> like, literally just, like, very still as a board, like, I cannot touch, I cannot touch. <laughs> don't be yeah. the first one to make the move. So, staring in the dark, listening to icy rain, lovely. Yeah. He goes, you're shivering so hard the bed is shaking. She goes, my hair is wet. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Reese is silent, and then the mattress groans. It's almost like the mattress knows what's going to happen. But the mattress groans, <laughs> sinking directly behind me as, the, as his warmth poured over me. No expectations, just body heat. And she scowls at the laughter in his voice because... He's got to know that there's no way that this is just going to end in body heat. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, he knows of the mating bond. Like, you're not just going to lay in a bed in the dark next to your mate and ain't nothing going to happen. 
after you yeah. just admitted to each other that you can't stop thinking about each other, you're dying, you can't breathe, like, really? You just admitted these feelings and now you're just going to lay there for body heat? I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and I love this. I love how they lay next to each other. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally love this. His broad hand slid under and over me, one flattening against my stomach and tugging him against me, the hard warmth of him, the other sliding under my ribs and arms to band around my chest, pressing his front into me. He tangled his legs with mine, and then a heavier, warmer darkness settled over us, smelling of citrus and sea. <sighs> I lifted a hand towards the darkness and met with a soft, silky material. His wing cocooning and warming me. Ooh. Is there a better way to sleep? I just don't think so. Mm -mm. I don't think no. so. No. I One, I love that positioning. I mean, if you're going to spoon, that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way to do it. But then, you know, if you're going to spoon with a fae with wings, the, oh, cocooning over the body. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. a must. Okay. And obviously we already know that the wings are very sensitive. Okay. And he goes, your finger is very cold. He grits out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and she drags the finger along his wing, the nail scraping gently against the smooth surface. You cruel, wicked thing. I love when he says that. It's, yeah. I know, I do too. I love that. <laughs> um, and she goes, I never knew Illyrians were such sensitive babies. Something hard pushed against my behind. Hello. This is where I'm like, can we just get a measuring tape? Like, I just want to know. I'm just curious. What exactly is considerable length? Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just a little curious. And heat floods her. I'm sure heat and a little wetness, but I won't say anything. <clears throat> so she's just, like, stroking his wing, which, like, to an Illyrian is, like, orgasmic. So, <laughs> I mean, frankly, I think that's her making the first move right there. I think so, yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. The fingers he spread over my stomach make idle, lazy strokes. Man, I love when a man does that. I love that. I love that. Um, he, he swirled one around my navel, and I inched imperceptibly closer. Yeah, sure. Imperceptibly, sure. Grinding up against him, arching a bit more to give that other hand access to my breasts. Smart girl. I don't think it was imperceptibly, but that's okay. Greedy, he murmured. First you terrorize me with your cold hands. Now you want what? What is it you want? <sighs> this begins my frustration. Because we just talked about how great Reese is. We just talked about how he's way better than Tamlin. We just talked about how she's been wanting him since before she left the spring court. 
She's thinking into her mind more, more. His fingers are traveling down her breast. She wants more. His fingers are, you know, stroking her abdomen, slowly heading toward the low band of her pants. But he says, what do you want for her? He's not going to do anything she doesn't want. Yeah. You know, he wants, you know, verbal consent. Good, good job, good. my man. And he nips her earlobe. Oh. Cute. Um, and oh. she cries out a little, arching fully against him. Where's the fan art of this? Um, as if I could get that hand to slip against where I actually wanted it. I knew what he wanted me to say. I wouldn't give him the satisfaction of it. Not yet. Why? Why? That's what I don't understand. That line right there. I wouldn't give him the satisfaction of it. Not yet. She's scared. I don't know why, but she is. Like. I don't know. She, I, there, there is no rational explanation for this. Like, I, I don't get it. Not yet. Like, so that means in the future, you're going to give him the satisfaction. But, like, let's just hold out a little bit more. And then say something that's freaking rude when you think of his history. So then she goes. Oh my gosh, if I just wanted to throw the book. I want a distraction. I want fun. God, that's so rude. That's like rude. jackass saying, let's be friends with benefits. And that's all. Even though also, we like, both know you want to date. It's also rude AF to say to him after what he went through is Amarantha's plaything. Exactly, and after they just like opened yep. up to each other, oh. Oh, like, yeah, are you girl. kidding me, girl? I'm right there with you in your mm. anger. You feel it. You, you Not happy about this. I mean, uh, obviously his body's gonna tense behind her, right? Mm -hmm. I would be tense too. Now, having your mate so close to you, and like obviously your hands on her body. Like, almost to where you want. It's probably going to be a struggle to stop and clear your mind. So he goes, then allow me the pleasure of distracting you. <sighs> While I'm all about a good distraction, this is just, like, not the healthiest form of communication for them. Mm -mm. Oh, <clears throat> Slips a hand beneath the top of the sweater, driving clean under my shirt, skin to skin, finally. Okay, the calluses of his hand made me groan as they scraped the top of my breasts. Are you alright? I love calluses. Mm -hmm. I agree. Love it. And then, like, I can just imagine, because, like, you know, you know the man has nice, like, veiny, strong arms. Oh. Uh, hands oh. and forearms. Like you, know it. Yep. you know yep. it. So anyway, <clears throat> he literally starts talking about her breasts. I love these. You have no idea how much I love these. Man, that's nice. Thank you for taking time to appreciate that. Without being like a total douchebag. So she groans, um, she bows into the touch, slightly begging him. He was hard as granite. Oh, what man isn't? And she's like literally grinding and she, he goes, stop that, you'll ruin my fun. 
I don't like that they're referring to it as fun. Oh, I kind of do. I mean. Oh, I do. When a, oh, yes. When a guy. I see no Yeah, issue. no. Mm -mm. No, this isn't. Why? No, we just had this discussion. But if they're going to proceed this way, I'm saying this is still hot. I didn't say it wasn't hot. I just okay, don't like okay. that they're referring to it as fun. I mean, we're about to get, like, down with a high lord, like. Okay, okay. It's hot. I just don't like fun. Okay, so. She began twisting, reaching for him, needing to just feel him. But he clicked his tongue and pushed himself harder against me so there was no room to even slide. I want to touch you first. He said his voice so guttural, I barely recognized it. Just let me touch you. Um, it was enough of a broken plea that I paused, yielding to his other hand. Then she remembers things. She goes back, remembers some of his best fucking lines. I can't breathe when I look at you. Let me touch you because I was jealous and pissed off. She's mine. Some of his best lines. Oh. So she, she struts out those thoughts, the bits and pieces he'd given me. Bitch. The hints he'd given her. <sighs> Reese slid his finger along the band, a cat playing with its dinner. There you go. I don't own a cat, so I don't know. Is that? No, that's that. I don't know. It's cats in the wild. Yeah, they'll play with, with things before okay. they like attack. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then she starts begging, and she goes, "Please!" And he goes, "Though there are those missing manners." Oh, that's like some like mild dom vibes right there that I just. I love, I love that you just said that. I'm so I'm proud so, of you. Why are you proud, man? That's true. <laughs> I'm just so proud of you that, like, I wasn't even the one that brought that up. You're so welcome. So anyway, his hand trailed beneath my pants. The first brush of him against me dragged a groan deep from my throat. He snarled in satisfaction. This is so animalistic and sexy that I love it. Yeah. The adjectives and adverbs and verbs that she is using here are just, like, the most beautiful collection. Um, he snarled in satisfaction at the wetness he found waiting for him as his thumb circled the spot at the apex of my thighs, teasing, brushing up against it, but never quite getting there. Man. What a tease. Well. That's literally the worst his life. other hand gently squeezed her breasts at the same moment as his thumb pushed down exactly where I wanted it. Man. She cries out and he literally laughs and he goes like that. Oh. I mean, at least they're kind of funny, Deering. He's just teasing and he's having he's so confident. I know. I and she's just it. like yeah. moaning and begging for more. I mean, there we go. I love that she's she is begging for more down the bond. She's not saying it out loud, but she knows he can hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, so literally she grinds her ass up against him for emphasis and he hisses at the contact. Um, and he literally like says like Farah, like in a way that like it almost is like he wants to say more but can't get it out is how it's yeah. written here 
But I'd already started to move on him, and he swore again in a long exhale, his lips pressed against my neck, kissing up towards my ear. I let out a moan so loud it drowned out the rain, and he slid in a second finger, filling me so much I couldn't think around it, couldn't breathe. And he goes, that's it, he murmured, his lips tracing my ear. Okay, I just, can you imagine the self-control this man is is, is having to hang on to right now? No. No. Because you know he's like, he, he's like this close to just losing it. Well, and finally, they like look at each other and Farah kisses him. Mm-hmm. He was still staring at me when I captured his mouth with my own, biting on his lower lip. I approve. So- Besides what she said, which is fucking frustrating, she's I'm proud of her. She takes charge here. Yeah. She takes I do like I do like it. Um and Reese groaned, plunging his fingers deeper and harder. Good man knows what he's doing. Um I didn't care one bit who I was or who I um or where I'd been, um as I'd been, as I yielded fully to him, opening my mouth, his tongue swept in, moving in a way that I knew exactly what he'd do if he got between my legs. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And, frankly, whew, heart palpitations over here. So... His fingers plunged in and out, slow and hard, and my very existence narrowed to the feel of them, to the tightness in me, ratcheting up every deep stroke, every echoing thrust of his tongue. Huh. And then, all I want is him to finish this next sentence. It oh my god! He goes, you have no idea how much I... He cuts himself off and groans her name. What was he going to say? Oh, my gosh. All I want to know is what he was going to say. It could be, like, how much I love you, how much I wanted to tell you you're my mate, how much I've wanted to do this. Like, Yeah. Literally could have gone anyway. Anyway. I would have loved, yeah. loved any ending to that sentence. I'm just going to say right now. I know I would have. I know. Anything. I know. Um, oh. And then orgasm. So that's great. Happy ending right there. Um. Oh, God, no, that's smart. Oh, God, I forgot. I forgot about the after that what he does until I was rereading for today. And I was like, oh, God, yes. Oh, man. So literally he swore again, breathing hard, fingers stroking me through the last throes of it until I was limp and trembling in his arms. Perfect place to be, honestly. Um, I couldn't breathe hard enough, fast enough, as we, as Reese withdrew his fingers, pulling back so I could meet his stare. And he says, I've wanted to do that when I felt how drenched you were at the Court of Nightmares. I wanted to have you right there in the middle of everyone, but mostly I wanted to do this. He held, his eyes held mine as he brought those fingers to his mouth and sucked on them. You dirty bastard. I love it. Oh. I love it. Such a dick. I oh. never thought, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I was going to eat him alive. Slid a hand up his chest to pin him down, but he gripped my waist. Now, if this is not the sexiest thing I think he's ever said. When you lick me, I want to be alone, far away from everyone. Because when you lick me, Farah, I'm going to let myself roar loud enough to bring down a mountain. Oh, and the best part's next. Mm. And when I lick you, he said, sliding his arms around me and tucking me in tight to him, I want you splayed out on a table like my own personal feast. Well, Hot that damn. isn't foreshadowing. I don't know what yeah. is. I don't know what is. That's and a good foreshadow. She whimpers. Oh, well, I don't know how. I would just be like, oh, God. But, like, also, we love a man that views going down as, like, his own personal feast and is, like, all for it. Just oh. Love a man that does that. <laughs> okay, anywho. Um, <laughs> continuing on, Reese goes, I've had a long, long time to think about how and where I want you. I oh. have no intention of doing it all in one night or in one or in a room where I can't even fuck you against the wall. That man has been having some fun fantasy time alone. Just Can saying. I just say though? That's one of my favorite scenes when they fuck against the wall. In oh yeah. Starlight. In yeah. Front, that's the oh, that, that 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 in chapter fifty five almost mm-hmm. equal to me. I mean chapter fifty five wins out, but that one close second. I think that's what makes Frost and Starlight. And that's the only so chapter. <laughs> oh my god! I love guys. I love that book. <laughs> oh, I, I liked it. it. I mean, it was a little odd because like we kept like switching perspectives and like we hadn't done that. Oh, see, yet. I, yeah, I love the switching perspectives. Oh, oh no, I love doing that, but it was just so odd because we had well, not done that. And you're so invested in Feyre's point of view after the three books that it was like I was resistant to it at first. Where I was like, "Yes, wait, yes. give me Feyre back." <laughs> um, but then they cuddle up, love the spooning, and then they sleep, and that. But she, three. before she falls asleep, she notices the considerable length of him. Again, where's my measuring tape? I just, I just, I just need to know. Like, are we talking like? considerable like is it like huge to the point of discomfort or is it like huge to like fuck yeah is it big is it is it adequate are we gonna measure in centimeters though oh my oh my god guys no (laughs) they don't understand that reference oh my god I still okay. don't understand guys okay okay there there's a story behind this that I will share quickly hang on first off was was the book published in America like was it a United States published book? Dude, yes. She's okay, literally an author from Ohio. Okay, listen. It would be an Ohio person. Jesus. But no, but they used it. She was using it because it was set in Europe. The books that oh she God. writes. All right, listen. Let me tell you guys. So I read this author. I kid you not. It's a KU author. So, like, obviously there's some, like, interesting things going on. It's, um... 
they're really cute stories. But let me tell you, I've never read a story where like the exact dick size is measured out and said to me in centimeters. No, no, no. Okay, yes, but like also in inches too, because the American version she writes them out in inches. I only sent you the centimeters one because I thought it was the weirdest thing I ever read. But like she had, she wrote some ones where they're set in like Europe, and she literally the the uh, quotes are like, and his, I don't know what like what was it like nine centimeter long dick or something yes. and i'm like just like, why, like why did we even, just say long or just say like you know considerable length considerable yeah like why length. are we like wait a second was it really out? hang on was it really nine centimeters because that's only three and a half inches no <laughs> no i just made something off all the top of my head because i don't understand centimeters we don't use them so anywho um, it was just like, I'll, I'll find, I'll find it. I'll find it. Cause I know I have it in my screenshots. Um, and I'll interrupt Caitlin's chapter to like, tell you guys, but it's just like, it's the weirdest thing. And like, I read it and I'm just like, LOL. <laughs> like, I can't believe I read this. Okay. But anywho, that was what I was going to say. I thought we were going to talk about the demon <laughs> book that I just read, but we're not. No. Sorry. No. <laughs> so after Madison's fun chapter, dude, they, they, these chapters literally Madison's... go up. And you got some spicy time. You got some deadly times. You got a big bomb. That's moss for you. It's just, it's, it just, it's just, it's just a consistent graph. So the way we start off with the chapter is Farrah wakes up, warm, rested, calm, safe, interesting. No nightmares. Weird. So, no nightmares. Uh, with Reese's arms banded around me, his breathing deep and even, and I knew it was just as rare for him to sleep that soundly. Oh, what? I found the quote. <laughs> how many, hang on, how many centimeters? How many centimeters? 25. Oh, oh, hang on. Now I just need to know. That's, that's 9.8 so inches. I'm not going to read the first part because that's funny. Um, I wasn't ready for what I found. Callum was wearing nothing under his kilt. Scott. Oh, oh, and okay. staring back at me was a 25 cent- centimeter monster cock, which was twice as thick as my own. <laughs> Will this even fit in my mouth? I was thankful I didn't see Callum first or I would never have let him take my pants off. So, anyhow, those are some little excerpts I just send to share just for, like, fun times. And they always come in at the weirdest times. Like, I'll, it's either, like, 3 a.m. or it's, like, I'm sitting here eating breakfast, (laughs) sipping my coffee. It's literally, like, midday. I'm on a work call and a fucking text. Listen, I'm just, like, how often do you read it? Like, literally, what person looks at a dick and is, like, yep, 25 centimeters? Like, no one, so like i think it's the funniest thing when i read so i have to screenshot it like said it and every single one of her books it's like that i kid you not and i'm just like no one actually does that in real life no one's like oh i know exactly what it is and like literally she wrote one she wrote one it was an american one and she's like it was eight and three quarters inches and i was like and no one knows that no one does that 
yeah, no one's like, yeah, three quarters inch it. Like, no one. But I'm sorry. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yes, moving on. God. We digress. I can't believe I just had Um, And so Farrah also realizes that she is content to lay here with Reese for the rest of her life. I mean, seriously, for fuck's sake. Like, why? For fuck's sake, man. What's going on here? For fuck's sake. Um, and so, like, she turns to, like, Reese and asks him the question, goes, um, why did you demand a week for me every month? And she didn't really want to know the answer, but Reese is like, I wanted to make a statement, but I wanted to piss off Tamlin, and I, like, needed to keep you alive in a way that wouldn't be seen as merciful. Like, he knew that something would have been... He up. couldn't come off as, and like, the kind time. He, he needed to keep his image. Yeah. It, to keep his mass, yeah. And so then also something he says, you know there is nothing I wouldn't do for my people, for my family. Like, it, isn't that, like, he's admitting that, like, she's his family? Kind of. No. And she, kind of, but she, he also goes... But then she also has this, like, annoying sense. She's like, and I'd been a pawn in that game. But you weren't really a pawn. like Protecting just... you and wanting to be Trying around to... you. Yeah. He didn't yeah. word it the best. Yeah. Especially knowing and how so, she tends to think. Like, she takes things in the worst way possible. Like, he, he yeah, he didn't yeah. word that the best. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of, he's like, rolls out of bed and they get ready to go. And Farrah goes... For a heartbeat, I'd wonder if I dreamed up everything that had happened last night. From the slight, pleasant soreness between my legs, I knew I hadn't. But maybe it'd be easier to pretend that nothing had happened. So. So we just bypass that. That's kind of how. That's the, that ends. Yep. Um, and then we kind of end the fun part of the chapter. <laughs> yeah. That's that the fun part. <laughs> yeah, that's the fun part. That shows you what's about to come. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. That's the happy part. Um, so they're flying the entire next day. Um, she keeps looking up at Reese to see, like, like he when they pause, like, Reese, like, opens his mouth but doesn't say anything. Like, she keeps noticing that. And then all of a sudden, so, like, Reese is, like, is, like, there is one more story I need to tell you. And all of a sudden... <laughs> He gets because shot. of like, course, the lot. we're going to talk about the mating bond, you get shot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, he gets shot a lot. Like, he, Farrah's, like, gets shot a lot. He, like, throws out his power. And, like, the thing is, like, Farrah's not screaming for herself. She was screaming for him. Like, and, like, that's, again, interesting. So... She goes down, she falls down into the woods. Reese kind of like throws her away to like make sure she's not caught. And she starts to like focus. Like she's like, okay, I need to uh, figure out how to like land. She didn't trust the heel the shield that she put up. Um, and she starts listening for Reese. Like she's trying to figure out where he is. They're poisoned. Dude, she goes into full blown so, badass mode here. Like, this this she's like um, a dope. No, she literally Yeah. And she literally becomes. <gasps> I love that. that She's she is. Oh, I love that. Yep. And so she, 
she is screaming down like the bond. She's trying to yell at him, trying to figure out where he is. And there's like nothing. So she becomes pissed. Like she's like still screaming down the bond. Something that she does is that um, she gets like, it's, it was not like, so she gets angry and uh, her, this is like really interesting. She goes, it was not hot anger that poured through me. But something ancient and frozen and so vicious that it honed my focus. The mating bond! Yeah, ancient and vicious. Hmm, yeah. Oh. Like, that's like... Oh my gosh. And so, and she wanted to track him. If I wanted to get to the spot I'd last seen him, I'd become a fragment of the darkness too. Because she had, like, put up the shield around him, like, all this darkness was around her. So she starts running through the uh, what she was she goes i was night and i was wind so she was winnowing winnowing there we go i was like i can't i don't really know that word um (laughs) so she is winnowing now 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 every time you're just gonna be like winnowing 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 so she's winnowing through the forest, like picking out the ash arrows from the branches. She gra- like is picking them up. I love the that that she thought to go quiver. collect them because of like not just the track, but to be like, "Oh, I'm a fuck yeah. these bitches up with these." What a, her warrior oh, instincts yeah. are just like too. popping out. Oh, I love it. Oh, one hundred percent. And then all of a sudden, so what she's looking for is she goes, oh. "I finally smelled Reese." And the trees around me glimmered with ice mm. as I spied his blood splattered on the branches. Oh, God. And so, well, the one thing is she knows that it mm-hmm. means he's still alive because he's still bleeding like this. If he wasn't going to be bleeding like yeah, this. Yeah, there would have just be been like alive. a giant pool of blood. And Exactly. Exactly. Um, so they tried to hide his trail, but she goes, I would find that scent anywhere. Like... She loved him. Interesting. But, like, it's, again, it's, like, her hunter's feelings come, starting to come out. And so she, like, she knows the scent. And she also realizes, like, you know oh, what? it's an interesting concept here. This entire scene, scent. we just talked about how Reese told her if Lucian had grabbed her, he said, I would go to the ends of Earth to get you back. And he said it with uncompromising will in his eyes. This is her doing this same exact thing. Very true. No. Oh. Yep. So she, um, so she's like, they're trying to cover the tracks. Again, she's like starting to smell it. She ends up like killing one of Tamlin's sentinels, um, with an arrow. <laughs> she but... fired at him. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and. So Farrah's going through, she's like, I didn't care who they were and what they had done. They were all dead. Like, she's literally mm-hmm. going to kill all these people because they have taken Reed. And so she finally, like, figured, like, she's starting to, like, smell <laughs> two packs that were taken. It's just like, they're, they're so, they're so I just cool. love this, where they, they uh, tried to, like, throw her off, but there's a reason she can tell which one's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, she's like, I weighed my options, smelling the two paths. They hadn't counted on the small second scent that clung there entwined with his. 
And I didn't let myself think about it as I went yeah, down yeah. Did I get it? Towards the mountain tracks, out racing the wind. I didn't let myself think about that my scent was on oh. clinging to him after last night. He changed his clothes that morning, but the smell of his body, without taking a bath, Oof. I was all over him. She would know toward him, toward me. And when the narrow cave appeared at the foot of the mouth, the faintest glimmer of light escaping it, it from the mouth, I halted. They fucked. Whip cracked. Yes, they are so screwed. And every word, every thought and feeling went out of me. Another whip and another. And so they kind of just pretty much fucked themselves over by doing this. So she ends up winnowing into the cave. And she sees that, like, oh, Reese's God. body is, like, chained. His arms are suspended. Um, and she, like, keeps pushing against the bond. Like, she doesn't feel, like, she's not feeling anything. And it's only silence. His body sagged from them. His back ravaged, his oh. back a ravaged slab of meat and his wings. They left the ash arrows through his wings, seven of them. And so his back to me only the sight of the blood running down his skin told me he was alive and it was enough it was enough Oof. that i detonated she literally just becomes the badass person that she always has been but now it's to protect reese she literally just killed all these people in the cave cut their throats with the ash arrows um and she was like, blood for blood, blood for every drop that they'd, of, they'd spilled of his. And then all of a sudden, like, so they're all dead. So uh, Pharaoh's like, okay, we need to go home. And Reese is like, just too sick, like too much in pain. Like the poison in him is, is really bad. And she tried, like, she's trying to window him home. Um, so... After all that, she wasn't able to, like, get them home, Aww. so she got them to a cave. And uh, what she has to do is she has to get the oh, arrows God. out. And, yeah, and so she can't, this is the really gross part, she can't, like, pull them out. She has to cut them out. So, like, she has to, like, cut around his wings and do it. So while he's, while she's doing it, she starts, like, talking Aww. about her life. And like painting and she starts talking about why she started painting and all the decorations that she did and she goes i painted flowers for elaine on her drawer little roses begonias and irises and for nesta this i actually thought was really cool like this next paragraph nesta i painted flames for her she was mm, always flames. angry always so burning i think she and amren weird yeah. Huh. It was so weird. I think she and Amran would be fast friends. I think she would like Valeris despite herself. And I think Elaine. Elaine would like it too. Ah! Though she'd probably cling to Asriel. Oh my quiet. god. The foreshadowing here where she's like, oh, they would like it. Like, Nesta wouldn't at first, but she would come to like it. And Elaine would like it. It's like, hi, huh, I wonder if they'll end up in Valeris. That'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, I smiled, I smiled at the thought at how handsome they would be together. If the warrior ever stopped quietly loving more, I doubted it. Azra would likely love more until he was a whisper of darkness between the stars. And so, Reese, oh my gosh. 
Oh, what did you does this make you want to cry? She goes, painted. I know. She goes, I painted the night sky. He stilled. I went on. I painted stars and the moon and clouds and just endless dark sky. I never knew why. I rarely went outside at night. Usually I was so tired from hunting that I just wanted to sleep. But I wonder. I wonder if some part of me was waiting. Was waiting. Wonder. Some part of me knew what was waiting for me. That I would never be a gentle grower of things or someone who burned like fire. But that I would always. That I would be a quiet and enduring. and As fauceted as the night. Okay, there we go. I was like, I don't know what that word is. That I would have beauty for those who knew where to look, and if people didn't bother to look, but to only fear it. Then I didn't particularly care for them. Anyway, I wonder, even in my despair and hopelessness, I was never truly alone. I wonder if I was always looking for this place, looking for you all. And so then Reese goes, you saved me. And he goes, you can explain who they were later. They're hybrid soldiers. And she tells him to rest. And the last thing that Reese says before he passes out, I was looking for you too. That's so cute. We have five more chapters until chapter 54. We have four more chapters till chapter 54 and we learn the truth. All right. So we go from, uh, you know, the steamy fun things to, you know, near death to a bombshell. And I'm, uh, guys, I'm so... Oh, I'm so pumped I'm for this sure chapter. Caitlin and I are going to get a word in edge with this chapter. Yeah, I know. I, 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 <laughs> Madison's laying down, getting <laughs> Madison's like, all right, all right. Okay, so I... <laughs> Sit back, relax. Okay, so I do want to start out by saying, like, it is so hard, because, like, the beginning of the chapter is, like, like, curled up next to him. And he's like, Reese is unconscious. He's got a, like, fever. Like, he's not in a good spot, guys. And I just want to, it is so hard to picture Reese, like, hurt and helpless. Like, he's always so strong and ready for anything. And it shows how freaking focused and, like, distracted he was on Feyre. And, like, that he was, I think he was finally about to come clean to be like, there's one more story I have to tell. Like, this is the story all about how I found out that we're mates. Woo! Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god (laughs) sorry but like seriously like he was gonna come clean and he was so distracted because you know normally reese would have been like wait there's people like he would have sensed you know what i mean like he was way too distracted but like also i just want to he's on his ass i mean granted he had like seven different arrows through his wings let alone the ones that like hit his body like so i understand there's a lot of poison in his bloodstream but like this is some freaking powerful poison if it's keeping him on his ass you know like, damn. And so, Farah's oh, like, the poison dragged him deep down. I would not risk waiting for help to arrive. Because she was like, oh, Cassian can track us, blah, blah. And she's like, I would not risk him. And I was like, no, of course you wouldn't. Because it's your mate, sweetie. It's your mate. And then I love, I love this. She bundles him up in all kinds of layers. Like, as much as she can spare, she bundles him up. And, but she takes her cloak. You already know what's happening. But she kisses his brow before she goes. She like bundles him up and tucks him in and then kisses his brow. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. (laughs) And so she emerges from the cave. I like this. She's like, I'm trying, because like when they were like trying to get away and get to the cave for the night, she was hearing all of the monsters that are in the woods because they're never out in the woods at night. 
And so, like, she, like, ignores all the tracks, like, that are in the snow because she's like, I don't even want to know. And she's like, what I was to hunt would be worse. And I was like, bitch, it's your best friend, all right? I get it. He's scary looking. It's your best friend. Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. So she was like, oh, good. We're already near running water. You know what's happening, guys. And so she sets up a little. You know what's sad, though? So I used to have, like, this big, scary image of the surreal in my head. Nope. But, like, now, all I can imagine is Peachy Queen cosplay, like, rendition of the surreal. Oh, yeah? <laughs> in my head. And I'm just like, God, that's so much more friendly. I literally, from the get-go, when I first read A Court of Thorn and Roses, when the surreal showed up, I shit you not, even before I knew how great and treasured of a beautiful being it would be, I never pictured it like creepy. I was always like, oh, like kind of like a Dementor, but like I was always, I always had fond feelings, man. Always game respects game, you know, <laughs> game respects game. So she placed the cloak, mostly new. It's rich. It's lovely. This reel's going to love it, guys. It's going to be so good. <laughs> and so she waited. And get this, before when she first caught this reel, she waited quite a while, I'm pretty sure. Here, she's like, I waited an hour or two. And so like two hours really isn't that long. And she's like, I started to, I was about to start bargaining with the cauldron with the mother when a creeping, familiar silence fell over the wood, rippling towards me. The birds stopped chirping, the wind stopped sighing in the pines, and when a crack sounded through the forest, followed by a screech that hollered, hollowed out my ears. First off, bitch, this surreal knew what was happening. It let itself get caught. I love the acting here. Look at the dedication. Like, oh, I got a screech. Make it look real. I knocked an arrow into my bow and set off to see the surreal. This is giving me life. And then oh, this kind of rude because she's like, it's as horrific as I remember. And I was like, bitch, be nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so just a reminder, um, poor guy is wearing tattered robes. That's why he needs the cloak. Um, and his body's not really like skin. It's just like solid, worn bone. He doesn't have lips. He's got some buck teeth going on, some spinely long fingers. And they, I like this. They clicked against each other because he was literally sitting there looking at the cloak like, ooh, this is nice, very nice, very nice, yes. Like, he's just like, oh, man, this is great. Like, he's literally looking at the cloak like, oh, my God, this is great. I get to see my best friend. I get a new cloak. This is a great day. I get to spill some tea. Like, he's living his best life. I love it. So I like this. It just turns, and he's like, favorite curse breaker. I'm like, yeah, man. And she's just like, I have need of you. And she's like, I like that. She feels the urgency, which I think is coming from the bond. She can literally feel how like dire the situation is. And I like this because this shows that the surreal is interested in her. Like they're best friends, obviously, but like the surreal is interested <laughs> in her because he knew the impact she would have on all of Printhian. And he wants uh, this shows that surreal is not bad because he's trying to help her for the good of Printhian. Okay. He's a hero. Okay. Don't come at me with that villain bullshit. I will politely tell you to shut the fuck up okay so he's like what fascinating changes a year has wrought on you on the world and she's like oh shit man it has been like a year since i've been here okay and i like this because he's like she's like i have questions and he's like mm, you have two questions like let's be honest like he already knows and she's like mm, i have an like an answer and an order where he's she's like okay that's fair so she starts asking her questions. Now, remember, you're supposed to get one question 
in exchange for kidnap, like for not kidnapping, but like catching them. One question. As we will find, I counted throughout this encounter, there are nine questions from Feyre and a couple of actual like sassy like orders and statements. Nine. Okay. So don't tell me this reel's not here like trying to help her. Okay. I'm just saying. She had one and she gets nine. Come on. So what poison was used on the arrows? Bloodbane. Okay. And she's like, I don't know what that is, but all right. And so she's like, okay, where do I find the cure? And the surreal just is like trying to be all sneaky, even though he was going to tell her anyways. He's like, in the forest. <laughs> Clever because the fair's in the forest, guys. Get it? Because she's the cure. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and I like this. I think part of the reason their friendship is so great is because Fair is so polite. Every she's, time you say the cure, all I think is the vampire diaries. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh. God, the cure. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I was just thinking of. <laughs> So their friendship is great because Faye is really polite. She's like, please, please don't be cryptic. She's like, what is the cure? And so the serial just kind of looks at her and he's like, your blood. Guys, remember, it's Don Court. Don Court coming in hot because he's like, look, your blood. It has like the healing gift of the Ward of the Dawn, like Don Court. And she was like, oh, wait, that's it? That, that's all? Like how much? And he's like, yeah, a few mouthfuls. Like that'll do it. So again, that's two more questions. So many questions. Um, and then I helped you before I have helped you now and you will free me before I lose my patience. Curse breaker. I'm like, bitch, you could have gotten free already. Like, again, the dedication here and <laughs> the dedication to acting, <laughs> right? Like, oh, beautiful. So she's like, this is where she kind of sees it, where she's like, like the human part of her, like the lingering part, like trembled, but she like looks around at the snare, like pinning it to the ground. She's like. Wait, wait, did it let it, did he let himself be caught? Like, hang on. And like, she's like, wait, it knew how to free itself because remember it would have learned when she spared it from the Naga to begin with where she shot it, like how to like undo the, uh, the snare. This motherfucker knows, man, he knows. And I like this. So she's like, wait, so this is just a test. Like he's literally just testing her honor. Cause she's like, oh wait, he can get out, but he wants to see if I'll just like let him out. And she, so she knocks an arrow and she like looks at the poison and she's like, I definitely can't like shoot him, obviously. And she thanks him. I'm like, girl, that's the way to do it. That is true friendship. And so she's like, just in case, like in case it charges her, which I mean, he's, if he's charging you, he's coming in for a hug. Okay. Like calm down. Oh, yeah. He's a hugger. Sure. Yeah, and then this is why the surreal hadn't let himself go. This, he's been living. He's just been waiting. He's been chilling with all the other surreal, watching this, watching this drama, watching it the whole time. And he's just like, mm -hmm. oh, it's coming. My time. Let's go. Well, I just think the TikTok that we posted on our story with yeah. like, she's going to know. How are they going to know? know? <laughs> Reese just like looking, how, how are they going to know? They're going to know. They're going to know. Okay. So, the surreal. Here we go, guys. Gossip girl here. Oh, <laughs> but, like, truly, okay. Truly. This is the OG, the same surreal that's been seeing everything happen. He's infested. All right. If you wish to speed your mate's healing, in addition to your blood, a pink-flowered weed sprouts by the river. Make him chew it. And so she fires the arrow to let the snare go. And she's like, she did it before I finished hearing its words. The trap sprang free and the word clicked through me. That's Mate. like, that's like, 
XOXO. <laughs> the surreal. XOXO. The surreal. Seriously, it's a tagline. I love it. Okay. And then that's what she's like. What? I just imagine the deadly calm here where she's like, what did you say? And I love this. The surreal. I, he's so proud. He literally is like puffing up in pride. He like <laughs> rises, rises to his full height. And this is where she's like, oh, shit, man. Like, you, you may not have muscle, but like, you're like powerful. Like, oh. And then the surreal's like, oh, I love this playing, like, playing coy, where he's like, oh, he didn't, she didn't hear my instructions, you know, not the whole mate thing. So he's like, oh, if you wish to, and then he pauses and literally gets a shit-eating grin on his face, and he's like, oh, you did not know that. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I, 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 to have I told you last time. How did you not understand the first no. time? I thought I was very clear. I seem to have <laughs> spilled the tea. Goodness me. Like, he's so proud of himself right now. And then she's literally like, say it. And you know, this is the greatest moment of his life. The high lord of the night court is your mate. And she's like not breathing. And the surreal notices her reaction and everything. Because we've also found out, we thought originally like surreals could only like sense lying or fear. No, they can sense all of her emotions. You'll see that in a second. And so the surreal's just like, interesting. And I was like, interesting. You rock this chick's world. And you're just like, interesting. I'm going to take my cloak and be on my merry way. Bye. Fade into nothing. You know? So she. You like tiptoes out. I know, just like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna peace out. Bye. You have a lot going now, on. Now I'm gonna watch this all play out. Yeah, right. Like he's just like perching outside the cave to listen to be like, oh shit. This is like my favorite soap. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so like, she's just like mate, mate, mate. Resan was my mate, not lover, not husband, but more than that. A bond so deep, so permanent that it was honored over all others, rare, cherished. And not Tamlin's mate, Resan's. And then she goes back through. I was jealous and pissed off. You're mine. And this, I love this because this shows this real is Team Feyre, not Team Reese, because he sticks around to keep digging Reese's grave. Because Feyre's like, does he know? And this real is just like, yes. Like, he's, just, he's literally, he's holding, it even says he's, like, quenching the robes of its new cloak and its figure. So he's literally just sitting there almost, like, Gollum-esque with the, like, ring, but it's a cloak. And he's like, ooh, new cloak. And he's like, oh, yeah, he knows. Like, don't bother me. I'm looking at my cloak. Like, yes. And she's like, for a long while? And he's like, yes, since. And he was going to spill the fucking full tea on Reese, which I find hilarious. And she's like, you know what? No, mm -mm. that motherfucker can just tell me himself, like, and that's when the surreal is like, he cocks his head again because he's very much like a dog almost, like trying to understand things. And he's like, y you're feeling too much. Like, I can't, are you happy? What do I need to do, friend? I'm here for you. I know other things. Do you need more secrets? Like, what's going on? And he's like, I can't read it. So the surreal really can read emotions, like all of them. And this is sad, though, because she's like, how can I possibly be his mate? Mates were equal or at least matched. And I, I love, I love, I love this. I love it. So he's like, he's the most powerful high lord to ever walk this earth. You are new. You are made of all seven high lords, unlike anything. Are you two not similar in that? Are you not matched? The surreal is her like hype man. He's the best hype man ever. He's like, bitch, you deserve him. You deserve each other. You are powerful. You are strong in your own right. And I'm like, oh my God, we all need a friend like the surreal, you know?
We all need that hype man in our lives. I love it. I love it. And just as a recap, she's like, this is where the anger sets in. She's past surprise where she's like, mate. Oh, well, the, the surreal is just like standing there. Like, he's no longer trapped. He's just like. Yeah, he's just standing chilling. there talking with her. Yeah. And he's, so she's like, mate. And he knew. He'd known. And then she like looks over the river towards the cave where she knows Reese is. And just is like, I'm going to fucking kill him. But she turns around and the surreal's gone. He's just like, I'm going to go uh, put my he went to go like stitches like little initials into the cloak because he's like this bitch is mine like nice so like he's gone and she's just like i love that he just leaves her to like ponder this so she finds that little like the pink weed she rips it out of the ground she's stalking back to the cave and she's like oh good he's half awake you <laughs> son of a bitch and i I love I this. I love how all of her like previous lust has turned to anger. Oh, it's all. It is, she is pure anger. And I'm sorry. I know it's bad because like he's like you know dying. But like I laugh every single time I read this scene because I'm just imagining like a half dead Reese just like chilling, looking at her like, oh thank God you're back. And then she's just like livid, but like has the cure and is like helping him. But he's like, I feel like there's something going on here. I feel like there's something wrong. Yeah, like something something changed. So she literally throws the weed at him and like she yanked it from the ground. So when she throws it at him, soil just goes over his bare chest because she just throws the whole thing and she's like, chew that. And he like blinks at her and she, all she can think is mate. <laughs> and Hugh Bass, he like frowns at the plant and he just kind of, he doesn't question her. So that's a smart man right there. When if men, if we, any male listeners, if you have a female in your life, who out of nowhere seems this very, very angry, and she tells you, just do it. Don't ask questions. Just just do it, okay? Just just do it for the sake of everyone. Just do it. So he obeys. He kind of, like, frowns at it, but he just, like, starts chewing it, and he, like, grimaces and swallows, and she's just, like, she's all business. She takes off her jacket. She rolls her sleeve up, and she's just, like, he'd known. He'd kept, like, she's thinking it over how angry she is as she's helping him. Like, as she's saving his life, she's pissed at him. I love it. So, he'd, he'd promised not to lie, not to keep things from me. And this, the most important thing in my immortal existence. Yes, bitch, your anger is justified. So, she just, like, takes a dagger to her forearm, cuts it long and deep, and she just, like, holds it out. And she's like, drink this now. And, like, he blinked and, like, he raised his eyebrows. Because I'm sure he's like, why the fuck am I drinking your blood, man? What's going on? And, Can like, right? Yeah, she's like, he's like, what's going on? And she doesn't even give him a chance. She literally grips the back of his head and just shoves his face into her arm. And just, like, until he starts drinking. So after he gets to three, she doesn't be like, oh, okay, that's enough. She just, like, yanks her arm back and shoves her sleeve back down. And then she stands up and she's like, you don't get to ask questions. And at this point, I can tell that he's probably, like, he's looking up at her and, like, he's exhausted. He's in pain. His blood's on her lips. Like, he looks a mess. And he's just looking at her. And I like this. Wariness flooded his eyes. But he nodded, biting off another mouthful of the weed and chewing. It's almost like he wants more of the medicine because he's like, I think I'm going to need my strength here. <laughs> yeah. And so I stared down at him, the half Hilarian warrior who was my sole bonded partner. How long have you known I'm your mate? Oh. Reese oh. stilled the whole world stilled. And he swallows and just, Feyre. And I'm like, bitch, that's not an answer. She asked you a question. And, he's, and she's just like, how long have you known 
that I'm your mate. You, you ensnared the surreal. And I'm like, okay, I love that you put that together so quickly and you're like a weekend state, like, good job. You remembered who your best friend, who your mate's best friend is. It's the surreal, right? And so she literally was like, you don't get to ask questions. I just fucking told you this. Stop asking questions. <laughs> and like, I love this. I thought something like panic might have flashed in his features. I'd be panicking too if my mate was like this. And I love this. He starts chewing more of the weed, and it's literally she's like, he needs the he needs the strength to face me. Oof. We're not and in a good place. And he's literally just like, I suspected for a while. I knew for certain when Amarantha was killing you. So he did. They were mates before she was made. They were, their pawn is so powerful. They were mates when she was still a fucking human. And then, like, when she was, like, he, he suspected, he felt it, he knew it when she was killed as a human. And then after she was made, when they were outside under the mountain, when he fucking literally tripped backwards, <laughs> that's when he was like, yep, it hit me like a blow. I love this. She remembers. He'd gone wide-eyed. He'd stumbled back and if shocked terrified and then he just vanished remember and then that's when she's like that had been over half a year ago and she's like my blood pounded in my ears oh when were you going to tell me and again this motherfucker just says Farah, and i'm like bitch just answer her questions you are not you are close to death when were you going to tell me and like this answer man mm, i don't know Ooh. I oh. wanted to yesterday, or whenever you, this is okay. This is. I mean, okay. this is like I, uh, valid. I, half, of it, half, of valid half of it, half of it's valid. Half of it's valid. Yes, where he's like, I wanted to yesterday, or whenever you'd notice that it wasn't just a bargain between us. That is valid because how many times have all of us been like, wouldn't you question the bond strength, like their bargain strength? I put air quotes. I realize you guys can't see that. Like that's valid because like he probably was being like, man, but that's also the coward's way out because he was like, oh, I'll just let her come to like figure it out and then ask me. And then I'm like, oh yeah, good job, like yay, like. I hope you might realize it when I took you to bed. Like, bitch, that's not okay to wait till you're fucking to be like, oh, by the way. <laughs> by the way, we're mates. <gasps> yeah, like he's balls deep. <laughs> like, is he gonna be like balls deep in her and be like, we're mates? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, this is where it gets bad, though. This She's already angry, but then she goes... Do the others know? And this is, I feel secondhand embarrassment here. This would be so bad. Amran and Moore do. We know Moore does because when he like vanished, he tumbled into the, the night, like into the night court and Moore was there and he would always like, she's my mate. And Moore was probably like, what the fuck? What? Amran we know because she can literally like smell, like sense it. And then it gets worse. As and Cass suspect. And she's like, mate, oh, literally is it? everyone. And then she's, yeah, literally everyone. And this, remember back to Mattis's chapter, guys, where she was mad because Tamlin made unilateral decisions about her own well-being without her input. Are you ready? Oh. Are you ready? Why didn't you tell me? You were in love with him. You were going to marry him. And then you were, you were enduring everything. And it didn't feel right to tell you. And she's like, I deserve to know. Because, yes, she does. The other night you told me you wanted a distraction. You wanted fun, not a mating bond, not to someone like me, a mess. 
Okay. And so, so that's where she's like, shit, the words that remember their tiff after the court of nightmares where they both were mad because they couldn't just accept that they both really wanted to fuck each other that night and had feelings for each other. And they said some awful things. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, shit, my words did stick with them, which is sad because she was very mean to him that night. Very mean to him. Also, as we discussed, it's rude that she like earlier at the end was like, oh, I want fun and a distraction when she really didn't. She wanted more, but whatever. But she has a good point. She said, you promised. You promised no secrets, no games. You promised. And this is where it's sad because knowing what she went through and how betrayed she felt by Tamlin's basically like flip like to psychoness, he knew what this would do to her. This like Reese knew. And she literally can feel like something in my chest was caving in on itself. Some part of me I thought long gone. And then he is like, I know I did. You think I didn't want to tell you this does, this sucks. You think I liked hearing you wanted me only for amusement and release. You think it didn't drive me out of my mind so completely that those bastards shot me out of the sky because I was too busy wondering if I should just tell you or wait or maybe take whatever pieces that you offered me and be happy with it. I'm like, first off, that would be really rude because then you're like denying her the true happiness of a like full-blown mating bond because you won't tell her. Or that maybe I should let you go so you don't have a lifetime of assassins and high lords hunting you down for being with me. That's a bullshit, bullshit excuse because we already know that assassins are already after her because of Highburn, and the High Lords are going to be after her once they realize her power. So no, that's invalid. Fuck you. And she just goes, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear you explain how you assumed that you knew best that I couldn't handle it. And he tries to be like, I didn't do that. And she's like, no, I don't want to hear you tell me that you decided I was to be kept in the dark while your friends knew, while you all decided what was right for me. Oof. And I'm like, ooh. And she's just like, take me back to the camp now. And he's like panting. He's like trying to breathe. He's like, please. And she just storms to him, grabs his hand, and just goes, take me back. And like there's pain and sorrow. And she's like, I don't even. At this point, she's like, I saw it. I didn't care because her heart is aching because like she realizes he had repaired it. And now he's breaking. Like now he's like betrayed it and he's hurting her. And so Reese finally in all of this scene does the smart thing sees that she's in agony and that he's in agony and he's just like okay he rallies enough and he gets him to the camp and I just want to say I 100% understand her pain here I truly do like to have to like she went through everything she did only to have like Reese and the inner circle help her to like heal and then to find out that Reese, and then to a certain extent, like, the inner circle, too, because, like, two of them knew and two of them suspected and nobody said anything, like, hid this from her and made, like, a huge decision to keep it from her. Oh, yeah. I'd be, I don't blame her for going back to the camp and then just fucking off to the cabin by herself because I would need time by myself to fully process this. And I wouldn't want anyone trying to, like, come to me to explain his reasoning. I wouldn't want him to explain his reasoning. Like, I, I completely understand the time she takes. Like, 100%. But this also means that it's out in the open now, guys. We don't have to bitch and complain that it's like, it's because you're mates! Like, they know that now. Both of them. He knew that, but now she knows that. Now, now we just have to endure every 20 words. Mate. Mate. <laughs> oh, kill me. Mate. <laughs> worth it, though. Oh, God. But, so, yeah, that was... God, a lot happened in these three chapters. That was a roller coaster of emotions. Yep. Whew. 
All right. So with that, guys, we are, just for the record, in case you couldn't, like, tell, we have 51 next week. 51. So I say it's, like, 51, 52, 53, right? And then, like, 54. Honestly, 54 could be its own shorter episode because there's so much to dive into. And then 55, you, you guys already know we're doing a, 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 a whole chapter 55. Whole, whole chapter. That, you can't. You can't okay. do it injustice. Pause. I said that two weeks ago, and you argued with me about that. I've had podcast. a change of heart. You know what? I've had a change of heart. You don't need to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. You're like, no, no. We can combine them. No, wait. Wait. Fans? Fans, did I? Yes. Caitlin, did I? Yes. No, I think I said we can buy Yeah, fuck Caitlin. No, Caitlin. you did too. Because I'm, Caitlin. The one that said, I'm the one that said they should be separate episodes. And you're like, oh, no, they don't need to be. No, I'm going to go. It was just Caitlin. No. No, it was no, Caitlin. No, 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 no. <laughs> you no, know no. what? You know what? We'll let the listeners let us know, okay? Listeners, oh, you tell us how you remember it. <sighs> Madison, you know what? What are you reading? I'll distract you. What are you reading? Oh, my God. Oh, jeez, you got a lot this week. I do. I read a lot. I read a lot of arcs this week. Like, I'm not even kidding you. There were a lot. Um, so, obviously, arcs, advanced reader copies. I love them. I love them. I love them. So, I talked about one last week, uh, Brought to Light by Elliot Grayson. Okay? Mm-hmm. That was in, like, it's in this little series where it's, like, every this each book is written by a different author and so like another author sent me an arc too and it was called a dragon's fortune oh so cute real talk though not enough sex Uh -uh, uh uh-uh it was like some crescent city shit in there and i was like ooh, no so love the story super cute and if you're looking for actual story low sex good um but other arcs that i read Gravity by Mia Monroe. It's book two after the stars collide that I read. Um, I think I talked about it last week or the week before, but it's book two and it is absolutely precious. Um, And then, oh my God, guys, one of my favorite, 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 favorite authors, Lucy Lennox has a new series and I'm quietly dying. Actually, not quietly. I don't do anything quietly. Um, Book one is called Right as Rain, and it's this NFL superstar and his personal chef. And both of the, all of these are um, Right as Rain and uh, Gravity by Me and Monroe are both contemporary MM romances. Um, the um, Dragon's Fortune is obviously fantasy MM, but so, so, so cute. Anything by Lucy Lennox, you should read. It's honestly just, like, some of the best um, contemporary romances um, that KU has to offer. I'm not even kidding you. Honestly amazing. Um, But then another author reached out on Instagram and sent me a book, uh, which I just started. So I'm at the very beginning of it. Um, It's called The Unveiling, and it's by Erin McLucky Moya. And this is a fantasy book, and it's very interesting. Okay, so this book, it begins when COVID ends. And, like, when COVID ends, the veil is lifted on the world. 
And the main character is like half angel, half shifter. And she's like currently training at a base camp. And Chase is the fae who's training her at this base camp. Um, and so, like, I'm at the very beginning of the book, but it's a fantasy read, and she sent it to me, and I'm currently reading that, and I will have a review up for all these books, because they're all sent to me by the authors, and so I'm really excited, um, but they'll all be up later this week, um, but really good reading week. I was gonna say, you had a dope-ass week, man. Oh, I did, I did, I had some other ones, too. Oh, I just read Serena Bowen's new book, Roommate, uh, M.M., contemporary super freaking cute love that i read that last night that was adorable that was like i think it's already top on kindle oh wow i definitely just put a note in my uh in my phone for that ride is rain the nfl book when it drops because i get i think it said february 2nd so lucy lennox has a series um the maid marion series Mm -hmm. so amazing you the first book is called Borrowing Blue, and it is amazing. Oh, my God. I love it. 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 Well, now I'm putting a note for that one, too. Then. <laughs> Honestly, anything by Lucy Lennox. Also, she does a bunch of stuff with Sloane Kennedy. So I was just looking on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Shit, and you know I love my Sloane Kennedy. So that's fair. Good shit. Good shit going on there. Okay. I am uh, still blown through an Ember in the Ashes series. Uh, I'm on the third one, so A Reaper at the Gates. is uh, Again, it's by uh, Sabah Tahir. I'm loving it. Okay, so, like, it is a dark series. Like, you are, there's not a lot of good things happening. Like, you don't get, like, a, yeah, like, good, like, good things are very sparse. But, like, obviously, it's building up to, like, a big thing, obviously. But, like, there's so much going on, and I'm constantly on my toes because, again, this ought like she is not afraid one to kill people or two to like have your MCs lose. Like it, it, it'll keep you on your toes and the, I'm still in love with all the characters. It's multiple perspectives. You got three main characters in the third book still. Uh, it's like, there's some love, there's intrigue, there's fantasy. I'm, 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 I'm in it. I'm in it. I have like some other errands to do today after we finish recording, but then I literally plan on just sitting on the couch reading. I'm so excited. Um, also I did start, so I'm back on my shit where I have one Kindle Unlimited book, one, um, one physical book. You guys know I can't do more than one of each. That's just how I am. Um, so I started Storm and Fury by Jennifer L. Uh, Armentrout on oh, Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, it's, uh, it's her Har- Harbinger, Harbinger, I don't know, series. Um, she's got a couple other ones, but I think this one is like in the same world as her White Hot Kiss one. Yeah. I'm not sure. I need to like figure it out more. Um, I think but, it's a spinoff series to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm hoping I'm okay to read it without reading the other one. I think so. Like, I didn't say not to, but I, I'll figure it. I'll figure it out as I go, guys. It's fine. Um, but I also, I have to note that I, I was going to buy, like, a physical copy, but it's sold out for, like, a month still on Amazon. So I went ahead and just bought the first Bridgerton book, uh, The Duke and I by Julia Quinn. Ooh. I bought it. I have it on Kindle. Um so that's on my list for my next Kindle read as well. And then obviously once I finish A Reaper at the Gates, I'm going to be reading the third one, which I think is like The, the, sky, and the, sto- the sky and the Storm or something. Um, I'm obviously going to just go straight to the fourth one um, because I, I, I'm in it and I need, to, I, I need to know. I need to know what happens. Caitlin, do we want to know? Uh, I'm still reading my like, yeah, 
You don't want to know. I'm still reading my Shogun book. It's really long. You do tend to do that, though. You tend to pick some pretty long books. I get... I get like real. I get like textbooks like that's oh just God. a very long. I do like long books, so I, I won't judge you there. I like long books. I do too. Yeah, yeah it's it's a really long book, so I'm still I'm still in the depths of it. It's really good. I like it a lot. You guys would hate it, yep. but we love you. That's what's important. I, yeah, that is true. Um. Okay. So again, social media. Please subscribe, review, rate. ACOTR our podcast. Um, please, 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 guys, for real. Uh, like, save our photos, share them if you really like them. Um, it really, really helps us. Interact with our stories. We love like the questions. You all have some funny ass answers to shit. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Um, and don't be afraid. Like we've gotten some people re- that have messaged us, and we're and they're always like, "Oh my gosh, it's great to know that you respond." Guys, oh god yes we respond obvious we respond, oh, we respond all the time <laughs> but anywho um okay so our shout out today goes out to Derek a who's uh d.kil underscore burn um on instagram she is always sending us the most beautiful fan art and like Etsy shops and memes and like funny ass shit on Instagram all the time. And honestly, we just love chatting with you. So thank you for always reaching out and chatting with us. It's great. We love to hear from you. Um, but that is our social media shout out of the day. And again, reach out, chat with us. We are here. Literally always here. <laughs> always. All right, guys. So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode uh, that truly just a lot. Man, I'm like looking back a lot happened. So with that, I need a drink. Uh, so as always, guys, cheers to our high fae bays. Bye.